Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Manoj Ramanan, and he is a leadership coach and workshop facilitator. He loves working with managers and leaders who feel stuck to help them identify their purpose, express their authentic selves at work, and pursue achievement and fulfillment in the leadership journey. Manoj, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Yeah. So how did you become a leadership coach? That's a long story. I had about 10 years of experience after my MBA working in uh, different roles, business development, account management. And I reached a stage in my career where I was living in the Bay Area, was successful, but felt unfulfilled. And so uh, I, I just took a chance. I went to a meetup called San Francisco Bay Area Coaches Meetup. Uh, this was in 2015. And as I walked in there, I just connected with the people there. Uh, there were coaches from all different, you know, kinds. And I just felt that that was a strong pull factor. So I ended up signing up for, you know, a series of uh, coaching courses with uh, an institute called Coaches Training Institute. And that literally changed the way I saw myself. I kind of found my calling. Uh, I spent another three, two to three years working. In the meantime, I pursued my certification. And then in 2019, I decided to dive in full time. Uh, I started off primarily focusing on, you know, career coaching because I felt like a lot of people were going through what I was going through in terms of, you know, feeling successful at some level, but, you know, not really having this, a sense of fulfillment or joy in showing up every day. Uh, but over a period of time, I realized that uh, what I really cared about was both career growth, but also leadership growth. And leadership for me is about just being authentic, uh, embracing your imperfections, accepting yourself as you are, and then embracing a growth mindset and going on your own journey. And I, I just fell in love with it more and more. And uh, ironically, I started coaching more people who were in the tech industry, who were you know transitioning from managers to senior leaders and who are uh, transitioning from being an individual contributor or a subject matter expert to managing you know, their teams. So that's what I do primarily now. Uh, there's still an element of career coaching that I do, but I fundamentally focus on helping people embrace their authentic selves, kind of carve out their own path and find fulfillment and joy in their, in their leadership journey. What kind of impact have you noticed that coaching has on people's lives? I'll start with me. I had this loud inner voice in my head that was constantly... Uh, wanting me to, you know, do more. I was working 70 to 80 hours, working with a lot of senior people and decision makers. There was a lot of learning involved, but I don't really think I got a good night's sleep because I was constantly, my mind was overactive and I was just, I was not really feeling peaceful. Once I went through coaching, it just allowed me to shift the way I saw myself. It allowed me to have more compassion for myself. It allowed me to just sink in and figure out what I truly wanted, what I can step away from, what I can allow more into my life. It allowed me to kind of live life on my own terms. And I think that's the ultimate freedom. The analogy I tell my clients is, you know, there's two ways to climb up a hill. 
One way is, you know, you're constantly keeping your eyes on reaching the top of the mountain uh, and you're like doing everything you can, but in a sense, you are missing out on the journey. And sometimes when you reach the top, you don't have a sense of why you got there and what you want to do. But instead, if you have a sense of purpose, if you kind of can figure out what makes you come alive, then you can enjoy the journey, you know, still go on that hike, still keep your eyes on the price, but smell the air, breathe, enjoy the journey and achieve success coupled with fulfillment and joy. And I believe that coaching can, I, I believe coaching is healing in a way. Uh, it just allows one to accept themselves and instead of beating oneself up, they can, they can start focusing on just showing up and being more alive and you know, having a difference through their work. So what do you think causes someone to become unfulfilled in their career? I think there could be two different reasons. One, I, I believe that there are people who got into a space where they are really competent. You know, they can do everything. They are really good, no matter, but they haven't identified their zone of genius. So something that is, you know, they are exceptional at, uh, something where they can truly thrive and it feels like an inner expression of themselves. Uh, I think that is something which I think there's, uh, I coach a lot of people who are like, hey, I've reached a certain point, but I don't enjoy it. I don't. Uh, enjoy the process. I don't know what I'm truly great at. And I help them figure out what is it, what is their zone of genius? Where do they really thrive? Uh, and then, you know, help them figure out a way to transition to that kind of a role. The other piece I feel is uh, people are in, you know, we evolve as human beings. And what you used to enjoy five, 10 years ago, what you used to find challenging a few years ago may not feel as challenging as, as you evolve. And so, I think it's, it's, it's a constant journey. I believe instead of life purpose, there's compelling purpose, right? It's whatever compels us in that moment. Uh, and so it's a constant journey to keep becoming more and more self-aware of what is it that you care about? What is it that you want to express? What is it that you want to accomplish? How do you want this journey to be? And then, you know, uh, accordingly transition there. Uh, I also feel that if you look at the whole landscape today, uh, there's a lot of emphasis on developing certain leaders who are almost like superstars, right? So they, they, they do everything exceptionally well. So a lot of attention is given on developing people who are exceptional. But there's a lot of people in the middle who feel stuck, who can, you know, if, if leaders can really can understand what they truly want, they can enable them to be successful in their own terms. They can enable them to reach uh, more into their leadership potential. And I think a lot of times people don't show up fully. They don't express their work with passion because they feel a sense of disconnection. They're just unaware of what they really care about. It's important too, because sometimes, you know, you'll get a, you'll get a job because you're for the money, maybe, maybe, you know, well, I got to pay the bill. So this is what I do. And it's so easy to get in that kind of in that mode of you, you, you just have a job versus a career and really asking yourself where you want to grow. I know that I always dreaded when people asked me what my five-year plan was, because to your point, my five-year plan was always not to not be here. <laughs> you know, if I were to be honest, it would be uh, my five-year plan is to not be working here. And, you know, you can't say that in your review, but it's so important. I agree to actually find your own, own purpose and a deeper meaning in, inside of what you are doing. Um, how do you help managers and leaders get clarity to help them focus on the right things? 
my style of coaching is explorative and collaborative i believe that you know every single one of us we actually have the answers within but if you talk to people we'll always start off with i don't know i don't know what i want i don't know what is purpose i don't know you know what i really want to do so i believe that a job of a coach is you know to provide that safe space where people can allow themselves to be vulnerable to be able to share fully of themselves to to kind of explore their past because no matter even if you have just worked for 5 years there are aspects of your job that where you would have expressed yourself there are aspects of your job where you would have loved what you did so a lot of times it's our own thinking that comes in the way of identifying what we truly care about what we are exceptional at what i focus on is helping managers and leaders figure out what is it that they truly want if they are falling short of their leadership goals the first step is where do you want to go is that something that is aligned with what you want alignment to me is what has changed my life and so i bring a lot of that into my coaching by asking them clarifying questions around what does alignment feel like for them where can they find their sweet spot of you know growing and the other pieces a lot of managers and leaders they are so focused the nature of job has changed uh, in the last 10 20 years there's a lot more stress there's just a lot more challenges and so there's this constant dual, you know kind of duality of hey i need to be a subject matter expert i can't lose relevance uh, in in with respect to the knowledge at the same time whether i know it or not i have to manage a team i have to develop the next set of leaders i have to you know take care of my culture so there's just so many things that can at times overwhelm people so the key for them is i i i provide a space where they can let go of you know their limiting patterns they can identify what they truly care about given that i have walked this journey as well uh, i i do have some insights to share but i typically tend to uh give them the space where they can figure it out and then you know as as need be uh, in coaching terms we call it dancing in the moment uh i would offer them my insights and then they can figure out what is it they truly want and clarity is almost a superpower because when someone is very clear on what they want and why they want it then there is natural motivation then there's nothing much to do they are automatically going to go there that's my style of coaching and that's how i help you know managers and leaders find clarity whether it be around you know deepening their emotional intelligence influence and uh, deepening their presence or uh, becoming a better public speaker it's almost always around okay where do you want to go how do you want to go why do you want to go and then you know just clear out the path so that they can get over their own thinking and just move forward in terms of what they truly want so you mentioned that you help professionals get their dream job um how do you help them what's that process look like uh i have a framework which i uh, learned through my own experience Uh, i believe that uh, a dream job is at an intersection of four core traits in essence one is our values like what is it that we truly truly care about some of us may care about you know money some of us may care about respect some of us might care us even though there's a overlap the core work values that we care about can be different so first step is to identify what is that core values that you truly care about the second space is to you know figure out your zone of genius so i help uh, my clients go through a, a assessments around strengths there's a great assessment called strengths finder where they can figure out no matter where, where they think they are uh, that assessment is going to point out certain things like hey you are exceptional in x or you are exceptional in y 
and so that's incredibly important uh, for them to understand because that can be that is also the process uh, through which they can show up with more confidence and uh, also a sense of finding alignment in terms of that next role the third piece which i focus on is expertise and expertise is not just a lot of people feel stuck because they believe that hey i have spent so many years in the technology space in this technology in this area how do i transition to you know a different field and a lot of times people don't realize that skills can be transferred it's how you articulate it and whether you believe in it i believe that persuasion begins with yourself uh, unless you are persuaded yourself there's no way you're going to persuade anyone else so the key is to help them see that hey what what's your expertise what are you an expert at what is it that comes naturally to you and to help them see that that can be transferred and the fourth piece is the purpose which is why do you want what you want and when people can figure out why is it that they want because a lot of people when i when i work with people people say i want to work for a google i want to work for a facebook i want to work for an amazon why do you want that is it because you are looking at everyone else and you know you want to be part of that community or is there a deeper sense of meaning and i have found that when people can identify why it truly matters and you together you couple it with everything else your values your strengths your expertise and your purpose then they start just showing up in a different way and at the end of the day uh, i believe that the whole interview process is is just about connection and converting the interview into a conversation i have personally hired a lot, you know hired people and it's very hard if if you look at it to hire just that one top candidate it's rare that somebody stands out shoulders you know heads and head and shoulders above everyone else there's always going to be a range of people there's going to be three four five candidates who are doing who are who are competent who are smart who are articulate and then it comes down to okay who did we connect with who do we think will fit in this culture fit in this team and that is where uh, a sense of just relaxing into your authentic self uh, just showing up as you a lot of times i have made the mistake of wanting to be one of those leaders i looked up to so i used to you know even the way i prepared my presentations i used to uh, mimic or imitate my boss's style and that never re- really truly felt like me and that's that's the key that people need to realize that once you have that sense of clarity around your values your strengths uh, your expertise and your purpose and you can embrace your authentic self that's your superpower uh, because authenticity is the real difference here i i believe that's essential for connection essential for trust and that's what you want to do in an interview you want to connect with the interviewer and persuade them that hey you know what i'm interested this is what i want you know take me in so you also help with communication skills what are some of the top mistakes uh that we make i think communication uh the main mistake we make is uh we focus on ourselves instead of the other person uh we need to realize that uh, people care about the message not the messenger uh so which means you need to figure out what is it that people want to hear how do they want to hear what is their style of uh you know receiving that information uh, the other piece is to see that communication uh, also is dependent on the timing is that person ready to receive that message a lot of times uh, i have found that when people don't set the context and they communicate 
and the timing is off even though they communicate it right it's not received it's not it doesn't have the desired impact so again i would say communication is also about you know relationship you need to understand the other person you are talking to whether it's one on one or one to many you need to know your audience you need to focus on them you need to focus on what do they want what do they care about how do i what is the right way what is an insight that i can share how can i communicate this in a way that that will be received the other piece is again communication is interactive uh, i believe that uh, listening is also a part of communication so can we at times just ask a question and then completely listen uh, i think a lot of us uh, when we listen there's also some internal chatter because we are constantly thinking about okay what do i say next what do i say to this uh, but sometimes you just want to completely let go of your own thoughts and just fully receive because that can give you so much information so much insight that that can again help you communicate and so everything that's one of the most powerful skills uh, specific to leadership persuasion influence anything you want to get done you need to be uh, a good communicator and so what i help people see is it's not just about the skills uh it's also about you know truly having that respect for the other individual coming from a space of service coming from a space of connecting with them so the intention before you even walk in uh and if, if i can share a quick story amy yes uh, when i graduated from a business school this uh i graduated from a college called iim calcutta uh, in 2009 uh, i was working in in the marketing division in a top insurance company in india and within the first few months i had to present a you know market research strategy to the chief marketing officer that was super scary right and as i walked in i was constantly grappling in my own head i was battling with myself in terms of you know how do i communicate how do i communicate and that's why i feel that before that one needs to you know understand that you are just the messenger what they care about is the message and it's this constant letting go of our own ego letting go of our own fears letting go of our own insecurities and then tapping into what do i want to communicate how can i connect with the other person and then trusting that you know whatever we communicate it will be okay um, so that's something i learned through my experience because i went through a lot of several stressful you know scenarios where i had to present where i had to communicate and then i learned hey they are not really judging me or thinking about me all the time what they really care about is my message so how can i be a better messenger of what i want to communicate when it comes to authenticity in the workplace you know there's a lot of people that have fears around that and they're afraid to share and they're afraid to it relate at a human level why is authenticity in the workplace important and what does it look like authenticity is essentially you showing up as who you are uh, which is a flawed human being uh, what i mean by that is we nobody is perfect and we all try to present that perfect face of who we are when we show up as a manager or as a leader in the room we want to be the most confident you know we want to be confident all the time we want to be sure all the time we want to have absolute sense of clarity all the time which is which is not possible just given the gamut of challenges that leaders face today and so sometimes what i have found is uh, when people can just show up and share their human side share you know a little bit of their insecurities and be real i i have always 
you know, found them to be way more relatable. And relatability is a powerful skill in leadership today because nobody, uh, and again, we are now dealing with, you know, the next generation where, uh, you know, they just want leaders um, to be there for them. They want them to, to be coaches. They want them to, you know, care. And how do you care by being authentic? If you're not authentic, it's, it's difficult to, you know, it's difficult to let people know that you truly care because you're always coming from a sense of there's a certain level of, I wouldn't call it artificiality, but it's a, a sense of insecurity. Mm-hmm. So I believe that authenticity takes courage, right? It takes a certain level of vulnerability. And I think Brene Brown said this vulnerability is courage. Uh, and it's, it, it can be hard, uh, which is why you want to even take it one step at a time. Uh, I was once coaching a leader who was uh, a big introvert. So, and he, 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 you know, he was unique in his own sense of eccentricities. And he constantly feared going to these big bang meetings where there's 20, 30 people or even social parties at office because he just felt like he was, he was like a fish out of water. I helped him see that, you know, at the end of the day, he doesn't need to change himself. Uh, if he's not really comfortable to be there and talk to 10 people at once, he can just start by having making eye contact with one person, showing up and having a one-on-one conversation with one person, just being comfortable in his own skin and, and sharing. And if he's connecting, great. If not, you move on to the next person. A lot of times we overthink and we try to conform and we try to, you know, uh, and there's a cost, there's a cost to that. There's a cost to inauthenticity, uh, which, which makes you hard to relate. And one of the things, if you look at uh, the US market today, the biggest issue is attrition. And there's so many different factors, but I believe an antidote to attrition is loyalty, uh, is this relationship between a leader and his directs, right? I've often found uh, there's, a, there's a saying that, you know, people don't leave their companies, they leave their bosses, right? Mm-hmm. So by being authentic, you can create that sense of loyalty and relationship with the people around you. And by also being authentic and real, you are creating a space where people can be themselves. Uh, they don't need to try to be, you know, somebody else. And that can just be so freeing. Trying to conform takes a lot of energy. And that energy can be invested in so many different things in learning so many different skills in serving the customers and so on. Uh, so absolutely, I believe for me, authenticity is, is one of my top values and it's just the way I show up. But I was not this way. And coaching helped me see that there is a cost to you know trying to conform, trying to show up a certain way, trying to be put together. There's also freedom in being authentic and being real and just showing up. Can you share some of your client stories with us? Sure. So I, I'll talk about one client uh, with whom I've been coaching for the last couple of years. When he came, he was on the verge of being demoted in his organization, which is pretty rare. And he was really beating himself up. He had a lot of inner judgment around why did I not do that? Why did I not do that? And from leading a team of 20 people, his team size significantly shrunk and he was just leading a team of five people. So when, I, when he came to me, he was in the sense of, do I quit? I don't want to be here. It, you know, um, this, there was a certain sense of shame that he was feeling. So I helped him see that in those scenarios, it's important to be compassionate with oneself. 
because the best friend we have is ourselves we talk to ourselves the way we are with has a big eye and so i provided that space where he he started letting go of his shame and he started just embracing who he was and he made peace with the fact that hey you know what it's five people but i'm going to be the best manager for these five people i'm going to put in so it i, I helped him reframe his thinking so that he showed up as a leader irrespective of his span and now fast forward 2 years later we have gone through so many different topics around authenticity uh, emotional intelligence influence presence public speaking communication and today he he is leading a team of 80 people he is going to be promoted to a senior director more than anything he's just so comfortable in his own skin that's what gives me a lot of joy uh, that it's not just about helping people become successful what you what i care about is helping people become successful while achieving a sense of peace of mind where your own mind can be your friend instead of constantly you know beating beating you up where you can enjoy your journey where you can be yourself and now sky is the limit so uh, that's that's one client who i i believe that the relationship also transformed me because i had those you know those those uh, imposter syndrome as well like initially when i started off as a coach i'm like how do i shift how do i help him shift and then i saw that when i can just be and create that space uh you know magic can happen and my job as a coach is to be that leader from behind i believe that my client is the leader in front i'm the leader from behind and my job is to champion them my job is to help them see the best version of themselves my job is also to you know have them be more compassionate be more human and just accept themselves uh, and so that's that's one story which uh, you know i'm i'm super thrilled i'm celebrating along with him as uh, he's uh, getting promoted i think that that's uh, really powerful to mention really becoming confident in who you are it seems like more and more those that i speak with on my podcast that talk about leadership training or or whatever it is and in order to go to that next level that's where you've got to be you have to be confident in who you are have your boundaries really strong not allow uh anyone else to deter you and be willing to leave or go to a different job if it's not you know for you as an individual so i think that's really 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 important i'm glad you mentioned that add to that because you said something really interesting and that presence that people bring in you would have noticed some leaders who when they show up there's a sense of presence right i believe that presence is actually lack of judgment right it's that they are so comfortable in their own skin they are so comfortable being who they are that they just show up as who they are like i've been following your podcast and i i know you're not trying to be anyone else you're not trying to you just show up as you and that's what makes you have that presence and a lot of times it's this tuning down your inner chatter tuning down tuning it down tuning it down just being accepting and then trusting that you know you embrace a growth mindset you are going to be better at that you are going to move forward you are going to be you know exponentially better in in not that much of a time as well so the key is really around you know embracing being comfortable in your own skin and just letting go of these uh what i call is the overthinking curse mm-hmm. yeah what's one thing you think everyone should have what i want for everyone is i want them to feel that they are enough they are enough they know enough they have enough come from that space of who you are being being authentic being real uh coming from a space of not from a space of lack from but from a space of abundance and from a space of growth mindset i have found that has shifted 
the my life because my journey all around for nearly 35 years was around oh i need to be better i need to get that appreciation from my leader so that i feel good about myself i need to get to the next level otherwise i'm not going to respect myself so it's that thing that i don't need to prove anything to anyone including myself i'm here as a human being to express myself and i i think that is something that i want for every single person every single one of us just be comfortable in your own skin you matter you are enough and when you can show up as you that is your real gift to the world that is your real gift to your family to your friends to your community to your company uh, and that's what i want so what do you think is your truth that's gotten you this far in your journey i think my truth is uh, i don't really care about proving anything to anyone including myself sometimes it's just my ego that constantly wants uh, something so my truth is to be aligned with all of who i am so sometimes it's just you know closing my eyes centering myself shifting from my head to my heart i feel so many of us we 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 have mastered this right we we rely on our mind and our intelligence and our intellect so much uh, but our heart also has a place so my truth is a lot of times uh, this is great this is this is a great master but at times it can you know be a uh, be uh, uh, come in the way of you um, not showing up the way you are so that is the time for you to sink into your heart so that's what i want uh, and my truth is every time i feel this sense of anxiety or doubt or you know uh, limiting pattern i'll just close my eyes i'll just you know i'll just say you know what no matter what i'll fully love and accept myself i am enough i have enough i know enough and that's the truth um, that i have learned through my journey So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out what would it be As a coach Yeah I think I would have told myself to not play small Uh I think there's a certain aspect of uh because the ego is constantly there the ego is always there it's like okay make sure you coach you know become a associate certified coach become a professional certified coach you know make sure you coach so many people and then you can show up to the world and then you know you can you can dream bigger and what i'm learning is uh i i did listen to that voice of okay you know i'm i'm happy i'm contented i'm i'm i have you know 30 clients i'm good um it's okay it's it's okay if i i'm not really visible or i don't play big but i'm learning that if if i could have given myself that advice that that is also a story that is also just the ego playing a trick at the end of the day i am just a messenger and if my message resonates you know people are going to come and we are going to have a relationship a coach client relationship a trainer um, you know team relationship and move forward and so i i believe that um, the advice i would have given myself is don't play small play in service of your purpose play in service of what you believe in and that's uh, both the advice i give to myself as well to any other entrepreneur today whether they are a solopreneur whether they are in different kinds of business wherever they are don't play small just take a stand for what you believe in and just show up so manaj if there are individuals listening and they want to know how to get a hold of you to work with you what's the best way to contact you uh they can i I think I have shared my Calendly link. So I'm offering every single person, uh, whether you are a manager, a leader, a senior leader, 
no matter what kind of challenge you're facing, or maybe you feel stuck in your career, you just want a conversation. I'm offering a complimentary 45 minute conversation. So they can just, you know, find a time that works for them and, you know, reach out to me and I can have a one-on-one. And then if we are the right fit, we'll, we'll see if we can move forward. The other piece is I'm also expanding my work to doing workshops uh, in, in, in corporate companies. So you can find me in LinkedIn and either you can message me in LinkedIn or you can uh, send an email to email at manojramanan.com. I'll have a quick response for, you know, any such request. And again, I'll put all of your links down below, all your social media, so people can access it there. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise and everything that you have learned in coaching, really in growing in your career. Because I think that uh, what you're offering is very unique uh, from others that I've spoken with and where you're really helping people, even in that middle management place, get to the next level in their career. And so I think that's really phenomenal. Thank you so much, Amy. It's such a pleasure talking to you and thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I really hope this uh, uh, is useful and serves people who, who need this. Yeah. And if you're listening, you want more information about A Call to Thrive, you can go to a call to thrive.